Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. All right, so after Leno, you're fucking, that's it. Now we're, yeah, now we're starting to do all the TV shows. Now that, you know, the album's coming out, now we're starting to create a tour where it went from, you know, the first time was theaters and then it went to arenas. And obviously you fast forward even more, you go from the arenas and all of a sudden now we're doing stadiums and it's like, what the hell? Were you like- What is going on here? But were you all like, can you fucking believe it? Or was Oh yeah, it? oh no, no. We looked at, I looked at each other every day going, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> like the biggest one we ever did was Rock and Rio. Rock and Rio we did, which was, I don't even know how many people. It literally was a C and it, it never stopped. It probably had right. to be about, about a good, I think it might've been a half a million or something like that. It was some no ridiculous. fucking way. It just goes on and they have monitors that are further, further down and every, I think every week for the night they have different genres. So like one night was like Guns N' Roses and like Anthrax and a couple of people. Then ours was, it was five, the group five, then it was Britney and it was us. And we, were, we were closing. Okay, could you go out to the store or? No. 
any of that shit. I, I'm glad I am in the position that I am now because I can wipe my own ass without nobody standing by the door. Right, right, right. We had a security. Each guy had a security guard. We could not go. When we were traveling, there were times that we had to make sure we called everybody to go, okay, you know, we're in a city. Obviously, we like to get the hell out. Who's going to the mall? You know, you going to the mall or somebody else? Because if we went together, it would be a, it would be a zoo. Because the right. minute somebody would make a phone call, everybody would be at the mall. Right. So they knew that we were in town. And it was, it was one of those times where we couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't, I couldn't so go anywhere. That, all right. So this is the dark side. Don't you think a little bit or? <sighs> it's, I mean, it, again, it? it's so weird to try to describe it. You know, just the right, whole right, thing. Right. Just everything of how it, it, it was just like a, a, a snowball effect. And right. it just went from the smallest thing. You know, it was cool. Like, you know, I remember it's like one of those things you have flashbacks of like, again, when I did the theaters, I remember the first time, this is before Christopher Reeve passed away. He came with his wife and his kid to come see the show. Right. I'm a huge Superman fan. So I was yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck? Then you fast forward to, you know, doing uh, Trash in the Camp song with Phil Collins for the Tarzan soundtrack for Disney. Right. You know, you're doing that. And then the next thing you know, you're doing performing with Lenny Kravitz in Wango Tango in California. Mm-hmm. And then you start doing, that's another one. Then okay. you start doing uh, Aerosmith, Steven Tyler, right. to where you start performing with him during Super Bowl. And it's all these things. And then all of a sudden you start to really get into like, it's not like, again, it always surprises me, like the people that I worked with and the people that I do work with. It's always like, oh shit, I get to work, oh shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. always that thing of like, this is pretty freaking cool. You know, I get to live my life. And then it's odd now that I'm now the older one and the new kids are coming in and going, I loved you and, you know, this and this and that. And I was even saying what I did, we did a performance with Justin uh, for MTV. When we came right. back, we did this MTV performance. And backstage, I went backstage and as I'm walking by, I see Drake. Never met Drake before in my life. I'm like, hey, Drake, I just want to say what's up. You know, really nice to meet you. He stopped with his whole freaking entourage. He was like, yo, bro, pleasure's all mine. He goes, I've seen you in Rent. I've seen you in Little Shop of Horrors. I said, I love you in the shows. It was great. And I was like, Really? Isn't that I unbelievable? Like, I know. I get that yeah. from co- from comics and sometimes. It's crazy. Like, oh, I love that. But yeah, you- and it, it trickles. Like I said, it, it, you know, going from there and then finding your identity, you know, you move forward, just kind of going through the, the timeline where, you know, you, you pinch yourself and go, is this freaking for real? Like how, for instance, for me, what I did and how I broke through for the film for my Big Fat Greek Wedding is... Tom Hanks has a company called Playtone, uh, Playtone Productions. Playtone yeah, is yeah. his company. Him and a guy named Gary Getzman, they own it. They wanted to do a, a movie for uh, help. Um, they wanted to do uh, kind of a, a Beatles help kind of thing. Right. And wasn't able to do that. They, we, couldn't, we couldn't agree upon a script. It, you know, me, it's literally, we had a meeting with Tom and Gary. Couldn't agree upon anything. But one day I went to the office just to say, hey, how's it going? I wanted to say hi to Gary. And Wendy, this woman who works with Lance... She's like, hey, I got an idea. She goes, what? I go, she goes, you know, you're saying hi, but there's an audition. They're auditioning right now, casting for a movie called My Big Fat Greek Wedding. It's an independent film. It's not a lot of money. She goes, but you're shooting, um, you know, you're doing your album, right? With NSYNC. I go, yeah. He goes, but this would be perfect because you only have to work maybe a week or two. And I was like, okay, where's the audition? She goes, it's right now. Here's the sides. Go in and do it. I was like, okay. No way. So I went in. That's I read how it. you got it? You're fucking, you have an angel. There's something. What the fuck? I read, I read the freaking script. And I've acted, of course, in high school before. Right. I've, kind of, I've always wanted to get back into it. So the casting lady was there with the writer, Nia Vardalis. So we go in. I go in there. You know, Nia knew who I was, knew who I was in the sense of that. The other woman's like, okay, who's this piece of shit boy band are going to try to act? <laughs> right. I audition. I leave. I get a call to go and I do it. I go to uh, Toronto. I have a dialogue coach that I let coach to kind of do a little bit more of a Chicago accent. And I remember this like vividly, just little slips in here. 
Right. I'm learning the lines. I haven't seen anybody yet because I flew in. I've gotten costume, wardrobe, boom. I go on set. Joel Zwick, who's the director, who was one of the original directors of Bosom Buddies with yeah. Tom Hanks. He was the original director. And he literally went like this. Here's your mother. Here's your father. There's your sister. There's your cousin. That's your other cousin. And that's your mom. You ready? We're good. Good. And I'm like, fuck, my mom's Andrea Martin. That's pretty badass. Yeah, it's Lady yeah. Kazan, Michael Constantine. And I'm just like, look at all these freaking people. I'm like, this is freaking awesome. Yeah, right. And it's literally like, go and act. And you're like, okay. And the first scene that I did was the same first scene when I come in and sit down in that in the restaurant. That was the first scene that I wow. met. Wow. Which was really cool. And again, again, you fast forward to all these different things that kind of opened up my career and really kind of set aside. I think really Dancing with the Stars was one of the ones that really set me apart because it showed my personality and not just- Right, right. And a, a lot of people, de- yeah. You, you've said that you would be out with the guys and, and all and they'd be like, oh, you're so hot. Oh, I love your eyes. Yeah. And then they'd be like, my mom loves you. That it was, was, Justin, I love you. I want to marry you. Lance, you have the prettiest eyes. JC, you have the greatest voice. Chris, you're so crazy. Joey, my mom loves you. I want to cook you dinner. Oh, God. So, all right. So, as That's far right. as, you know, you have really the perfect storm because you have MTV, which is like, you have TRL, yep. you've got everyone's pushing you, and you guys are still remaining close, correct? Um, yeah. And now Lance is gay, as we all know, but he had been what, gay. What? What? Oh, I'm sorry. Can we get check, please? So, um... <laughs> <laughs> so Lance, do you have any idea? I mean, I th- I think about him. He grew up in Mississippi. Oh, he was he didn't say shit. He has right. he has another buddy of his. I think that was I, I don't know if he came out or not yet, but he should. The the, right. the gator is is right. on the freaking is, is, yeah. is, is screaming. <laughs> um, but he never told anybody, and he always had girls hanging around and stuff. And I'm always kind of like, we always assume, but we never said or asked. Right. But the, for me, I was the first one to actually find out. I went to, I was at his, um, as we went out one night and then we went back to his house with a bunch of people hanging out, partying. Of course, I got hammered this years ago. Right. I passed out in his guest bedroom and it was like three o'clock in the morning. I woke up and I'm like, oh, I got to leave. So I get up, I go to his room, I go knock on his door. He's not there. I go in his backyard. I don't see him. I go in the other guest bedroom. I don't see him. What the hell is this guy? I go in his office and I go open up the door. When I open up the door, there's a dude sitting on his lap straddled. <laughs> not naked, thank God, but he was he was just straddled. And I went, yeah. I opened the door and I literally was like, I'm going to leave, but let me know when you're done or just text me later. And as I start to close the door, he's like, no, 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 what's happening? He's like, he's like, come in, come in. He's like, surprise. And I went, your mom's going to kill you. I said, right. that's all I told him. I said, your mom is going to probably, she's going to lose her shit. I'm going to let you know. She's going to lose her shit. And he's like, hey, you know, he's like, don't, just don't tell anybody. I said, dude, I'm not saying right. shit to nobody. Right. I said, that's your time whenever you're ready and you want to tell people. Oh. I ain't saying shit. Yeah, I ain't saying shit, bro. I said your 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 secrets with me. Right. So, you know, when his time was right, the time was right. You know, and I've had at times where, back in the day on tour, there was a few times. You know, I've had some guys be like, "Hey, I'm going to Lance's room," and I'm like, "People are like, oh yeah, right, and blow it off." I'm like, "Shut the hell up, bro." Right, right, right. Keep it on the oh, DL for now. Oh, yeah, I love so, you I mean, for again, that. It was, it was one of those things where you know you you know you just think I'm for your boy. Was there any competition between you guys, or was it just like five brother? Like, what was it? Um, we were all brothers. I mean, the cool, the funny part about it is, is we <laughs> we took turns because it was five of us, and so 
two people would share a room. This is back when we couldn't afford it. Right. And we're, we're winding back. It was like, usually sometimes it was me and Lance, it was me and Chris or me and JC or me and J- it, it rotated. And one person was able to get the room by themselves. They had the room. That's wow. what it was like. So two people roomed in each room. So it was two and four. And then the one single guy right. got to get it. And we alternate, which was great. But obviously as we got older, you know, it was great. But me, uh, we, we could have had single tour buses. Each of us could have had one if we really wanted to, but right. it was Chris, Justin, and JC on one bus. And it was me, Lance, and actually my brother who was with me. I mean, he got a little bit of a perk because he was my brother. I mean, when he was right. like, but he was a video director at the time. So every time he left, he came with us. And um, we, we had a great time. You know, I got, I got very, I was, I hung out a lot more with Chris and a lot more with, with Lance, a lot more. I still hung out with JC and I hung out with Justin as well, but right. for some reason we roomed and, and clicked a lot easier uh, than the other ones just because they suck. I'm kidding. So, <laughs> all right. So is Lou going everywhere with you? In the beginning he was in Germany. Lou he was Perlman. going with us. Yeah. Yes. Ring that bell. He was um, going, he was going everywhere at first. And then when we started hitting the States and doing other things, he obviously knew that money was coming in. He kind of, did his own thing and either started a new group, which was with O-Town. And he right. started the Making the Band show on MTV. Right. So he got his money, he did his stuff, and he moved on and was getting the next person to collect more money, which is right. the dumbest so thing it, where right. he, he was so, so smart. He, and right. then he became dumb and greedy. Right. So he, and, and he was, je- his cousin, first cousin was Art Garfunkel. Art Garfunkel, yep. And so he was jelly of him. Of course, um, always wanted to be in the music business, but obviously right. with, with him looking the way he did and obviously not singing uh, a lick of any kind of good vocals, right. he decided to do boy bands. And he really, right. I mean, he was a big scam artist, amazing scam artist. Made a whole thing of blimps when he didn't even own a blimp company. He right. bought a blimp for Jordash to go over, which again, great ideas. He was one of the first people to promote something on a blimp. Right. But what he did was is he hired a crappy blimp to make it crash. So he only spent 10 grand to buy it but he got about two or three million in his pocket from the insurance. Oh so God, what a fucking sleazebag. And went to Florida. This is, I didn't know this until after I saw the document, the, 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 the doc yeah. uh, that Lance did. Lance did this doc on it. And yeah, I want to watch that. It really yeah. was. I, I knew some of the stuff, but some of the stuff I was like, oh my God, like he painted a plane and held it on a runway and took a picture of a fake model plane taking off. No way. Yes. He did that shit, too. That is fucking mental. Very. Hey, everyone. Did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked to my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but fast growing trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces, but I live in an apartment and I'm telling you, 
Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew. The space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code JUDYGOLD, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code JUDYGOLD at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code JUDYGOLD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. How do you guys break up? And like, uh, who's like, who, and when do you realize Lou is taking all your fucking money? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, BMG, our, our, our guy BMG, actually, we had dinner at his house and I know we had a conversation. He's like, I don't know what's going on. He goes, but... I'm hearing things that you're not getting the money you should be getting, like, right. in, like in an account. I'm giving these checks to Lou and Lou is dispersing checks to you guys, but I'm hearing you're only getting maybe like five to 10 grand when I'm giving a check for like 5 million. And you go, sorry? sorry did you say, I'm sorry. Was that again? Yeah. For about like four or 5 million kind of, like, again, this is all of us being split five ways. This is merch. This is touring. This is us touring in Germany, a lot of this stuff. Right. And he said, I think you guys should kind of look into it. He goes, I'm not really need, I can't say anything else about it. I really don't know anything else about it. But all I know is I'm giving these checks and I'm hearing you're not getting a big enough piece of it. And I don't know what you have with him, what contract you have with him, but you know, you should look into it. So we did, we looked into it and realized of course that he was, he was like our manager, but also when we were okay with it in the beginning, of course, but didn't really know that he was doing it with every boy band that he was with. He was a sixth member as well. So he was getting paid the salary that we were getting paid. So anything we got paid, it was split six ways, not five ways. Then he was also taking, taking a percentage. Yeah, which so is illegal. That is illegal. Right now, yeah, we'll go as right. we as we go further. But he was our manager. He was uh, a talent. He was our you know whenever his lawyers looked at stuff, you know he would put probably tack on stuff for him. I'm sure. Right. And then he became a scammer. Then he just started telling all these people because he, and he, but the crazy shit was he legitimately was making actual legitimate real money. Right. If he would have been actually honest about it, he could have made a killing and done a lot better than the shit that he did. And now he died in jail. He's right. a schmuck. He's he did, a he did asshole. stupid shit where, yeah, in Orlando, he was actually telling all these people that had like retirement funds and people that really trusted him going with me because I got backstreet. I got, I got in sync. And now right. I'm, you know, sometimes representing Britney and all these other people that right. look at look at your stocks that the money you put in it was all bullshit it was all fake right. they're all it printed was, out it was fake Ponzi numbers scheme. yeah the yep. fucking fuckhead and he was jealous of madoff too yes i'm sure he was yeah I'm they sure had he, a, he had he was like yeah madoff was a fuck i was reading about that when i was look, doing my little research on my little baby um okay so you break up who decides well the crazy thing how the whole thing went down is we were we were on tour. We've been touring like almost, you know, four or five years or whatever. On and off, like not on and off constantly. We never stopped. So all right. of us were kind of exhausted. But Lance wanted to do a break and go into space. When that happened, yes. like, hey, I'd love to do my own, my own music. And we we're like, dude, go ahead. Go for it. You know, we supported it. We wanted everything to happen. 
And at that, I think the record company had more ideas than we did in a sense of going, okay, yes, we have InSync, which is a huge group, but what can we do? How long is this really going to go? Right. Maybe Justin might be the one to be the solo artist. So they obviously promoted the shit out of him, but JC also had an album out as well, which didn't do the greatest, I think, because of all the, the a lot of flack and things that happened during the time, which was with the Nipplegate, which was with uh, Janet Jackson yeah, and Justin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They took just JC off of the Pro Bowl, which had nothing to do with him, which kind of sucked on that. So he got a short end of the stick. But then Justin, you know, he came out with great music and it just arrived. It was the perfect timing. And I think just when even like the UK really started noticing who we were and a lot more of the hip hop slash R&B kind of soulful music that we were doing. And it crossed over very well for him. And it right. made him yeah. a lot more, you know, obviously up there. And we even, the funny part was we even support like, dude, go for it. Right. I think it's great. You know what? It, it helps us out in the long run. Did it really help us out in the long run? Not really because he did his own thing. Right. But it helped me out, I think, because now I became my own person. I wasn't. Right. So I'm that, not. Yeah. yeah so, boy, I'm not just a boy bander anymore. You know? Right. So you, it sort of forced you into this new reality. But do you think you were shell-shocked? Do you think like, were you like, wait, 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 wait. It just sucked. I was upset, definitely 100% upset that we were, we, were, we were split, but it was more or less of now I was like, well, shit, now I can do whatever I want. You know, let the, let the floodgates yeah, go. Yeah, you can do whatever you want, but it's like, but wait, I've never been in this position. What do I yeah, want but to I still do? Had, I think I still had the balls. I still right, have right. You know what I mean? So and I was I like, think that comes it. from your parents. Yeah. You, you know, it's so funny because you people get to this and they're like, oh my God, this is all I know. I, I don't know how to do anything else. I can't take it. I don't know what to do. But you had like love and support. And yeah. I think- Well, it's always that if you know if that doesn't happen, find out, find something else. See what else right. you fall back on. You know? But so did you get just depressed, was my thing. or did you were you or no, I cried like, like a bitch. I cried like a bitch at first, but I mean, again, right. you get over it and you go, okay, now what? You know, that kind of thing. And for me, I always want to do Broadway. So I reached out. Actually, my old tour manager, uh, Dave Brown, actually knew some people that worked in, in theater. And right. he's like, I'll get, you, I'll get you to get in and sit in a meeting with them. I said, well, I really don't want a meeting. I said, I want to audition. I want to go on, yeah. Well, I want to audition. So they're like, because I even said to him, I said, I want to be honest. What do you makes you think I can do this? What if I can't? Right. I said, I need to audition. So the funniest part is, is I went to New York. I fl- literally flew in for a few hours. I live in Orlando. It's a two-hour flight. It's not that yeah. bad. I was making money. I was like, screw it. I'll buy a freaking flight. Right. So I flew there, auditioned for the different character, Roger, which was a lot higher in singing. Right. I said, they go, you want to try? He's like, what, what do you want to try? I said, whatever you want me to try. What about Roger? I was like, okay. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to screw this up. It's right, too damn right. high. I sing it and I leave. They called me back the next day. Hey, can you come back in and read for Mark? I had to fly back in. No I did way. the audition. And then they said, yeah. We, and I even said, I said, why didn't you let, and he goes, they even said to me, why didn't you tell us to do Mark? I said, because I didn't know what you wanted, but I thought you were going to do both, but you did Roger and that was it. Right. So I'm sorry. Got Mark, went and you know, did the audition. First time I've ever done something like this to where, you know, when I did the, when I did the rehearsals, there was just me and the stage manager. And I walked around the stage during the day, obviously, and went, okay, it's from zero to, you know, zero to whatever, one to 12 on stage right, right. zero to 12 on stage left. On this line, you're going to stand on number one. On this line, you're going to stand on number 12. And she went through the whole script of saying where I need to stand on the freaking numbers. Never did that before. You rehearse right. everything. No. So I went through, did that, did the, you know, did all that shit. And it kind of broke me out of my shell when I did that. People saw that I was able to do that in theater. Then I did uh, Little Shop of Horrors as well. 
Right. Then I, you know, danced with the stars before that. You know, it really kind of what was it after that? I think it was after that. Yeah, it was yeah. after that. But to it was you, after that. I don't think people understand Broadway musical <laughs> theater, Broadway actor. Not easy. It is. I mean, some of them and are you were doing, features. right? And you were doing, you know, like look, you were doing the Beetlejuice show five times a day, whatever. When you were, but, but that's what I, helped me, yeah, right. And I don't, people do not realize that Broadway musical theater people are otherworldly. The yeah. amount of talent and the fucking understudies who know six parts Absolutely. and are like, Absolutely. come in, you're doing John. Forget about the lead, yeah. Yeah. It, people don't understand yeah. how fucking much work that is. You look so, like, you look like what, Sutton Foster. You look at, right. um, you know, Billy Porter. You look at... Um, Alex Christine Ebersole. I mean, there's yeah. so many. Yeah, there's. There, and, and, oh wait, speaking of which, more kids from Dr. Phillips. My, James, my, uh, James Michael Scott, who plays the genie now in Aladdin. Yeah, he yeah, went to Dr. Phillips. Him. There's another man that's actually. Um, oh God, now I can't think of his damn name, and he got he got uh, nominated for best supporting role, and it'll come to me in a little bit. But he's another dude that that's huge tap dance, uh, right, good looking right. dude. Tony, oh uh, God, what the hell's his name? Holy shit, Tony something. Anyway, great, whatever. But he went to films as well. Yeah, it's just, all right. So, but now. that probably, so going from like a half a million people watching you perform to sit, sitting in a room with theater direct, like five people behind a table going, mm-hmm. I love it. I it, it, it must and and it's like a whole fucking it. different. Oh yeah, I bet. Oh no, I shit. One time I almost shit my pants. It was and it wasn't that long. It was actually after I even did Broadway a few things. I actually did Forty Second Street in Pittsburgh. I did the producers. I was Franz Limpkin in Pittsburgh. Then I go back to do an audition for Bullets Over Broadway. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm seeing this. That is the audition. I go to start to sing. He looks up. Woody Allen looks up. I start singing. He goes, okay. He puts his head back down. So I was like, I'm auditioning for fucking this guy. And I'm like, right. myself right now. I was like, it was weird. It's one of those surreal moments. A lot of those yeah, kind of yeah, things. Yeah. So surreal. But again, you got to have the chops. You have the but balls. Don't, yeah. And don't you think that kind of saved you that going saying, I want to do Broadway? I think and- so. I think a lot of things saved me. I think, I think, you know what, we, even with me and Joe, you know, my manager, we really talk and have conversation of what's, what what's a good look or what's the next platform that's going to catapult me to something else maybe not jump to something else drastically right what because usually you know work leads to work you're always doing something where one goes to another you know uh by doing broadway and doing little shop i don't think i would have ever got the call to go do you know the the summer stock of producers or 42nd street right. i would have never thought i've ever been on 40 in, in the freaking right. musical 42nd street in my life Same and the producer. camaraderie when you're in a Broadway show, like people don't realize, it's like you're so fucking close to those people. Oh yeah, you do gel with them very quick. You live right. and breathe. You live and breathe, and and you're in, you know, especially with those, the summer stock ones are out of control. I don't understand how they right. do it. Like especially when we're talking about the understudies, but also the uh, the dancers. Right. In the summer stock, they learn about five or six productions in the summer. Yeah. And you only do the production for two weeks. You rehearse one week. You do you learn the whole show in one week, and then you're up for two weeks. And then the and next then, show takes over. Right. So it's I did, yeah. So when I did producers, I was rehearsing the one week. When we when the curtain went up the first night, the next day they were rehearsing for hairspray. And Drew Lachey actually was coming in to be Corny Collins for wow. uh, for hairspray, which was fun. Again, That's all these amazing. different people coming in, but it was the rehearsals just unbelievably fast. Right. It's crazy. So you have grown uh 
you know, you went to into Broadway. More ways than one. Yeah, baby. And you're you're food. You're into the food. And we Dogs. did the chopped, which was <laughs> fucking cheating. Fuck that chopped. Let me tell you something. I am. They told me to make. They told me not to make ice cream lately. I know that is fu- okay. Listen, here's the fucking problem with the celebrity chopped. First of all, Layla was like in it to win it. It was, yeah. and she, she was so tough with her knives and everything. I was like, all right, whatever. I have knives. I can get someone to go get them. See, we did dance with the stars together. I knew that was all bullshit. She's just trying to psych people out. I was like, whatever. You're not scared. Yeah. Shit. So I just can't believe. I mean, my chicken was really good. And then I just, I'm not into plating. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Johnny. We are put a flower on this fucking plate. And he wins. Well you, saw, well, you saw what I did. I did one where I chopped all the shit up and threw it everywhere and put balsamic glaze on it. And it looked like an explosion of shit on the plate. Yeah, but they fucking loved you. And I would have made matzah, Brian, on the second one. No one knew what to do with the fucking matzah. No, I didn't have a clue. I thought about it. Trust me. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this. I know. I That's why, how I know they thought I was going to win because they put the matzah in, motherfuckers. <laughs> or just a fucking whatever. Do you ever get jealous of, of any of the other guys in the... No, not really. You know, you know what? I, I, not to say that I would get jealous, but I'm like, oh shit, that would have been cool to work with these, some of these people. Like Justin yeah, got to work yeah, with, yeah. With, with a few other people that we haven't worked with, but I don't think I've ever been like, oh my God, I'm so Emmy holy cow. I can't believe you right. have to do that. You know, cause believe it or not, a lot of the things that he's done in general, we've done. Right. You know what I mean? And it's also, you have had such like, look at your fucking career. Like, I'd rather, and that's my thing, I'd rather be number two because I will stay at number two for the right, day I exactly. die. Right, exactly. Because if you're number agree. one, there's only one place to go is down. Preach, sister! I will be fucking number two all day long. But I don't you've care. done, so, all right, for now you've gone from like, you know, boy <laughs> band, Broadway, uh, movie, film, you know? film and, and now you're like Some TV the go to host. You're the go to host for everything. Yep. Hosting Game Show Network now, yeah. I know, it's fucking great. And if I'm not, if you don't put me on one of those fucking shows, I'm going to call you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, We'll do it. I'm waiting waiting for when we fucking do a celebrity one, though, too. I mean, I want you to better. And and don't go through Joe, your fucking manager, who doesn't fucking give you the Zoom information for our fucking podcast. Fuck you, Joe. Um, (laughs) Hate you. Um, How are the kids, too? So you're a dad. My my older one is now second year in college. She's. uh, Where is she going? Hey, she's got an apartment now, which is freaking weird. Don't you feel old? Yeah, it's weird because people even look at me. I'm like, they're like, yeah, well, how old do you get? I'm like 19. They're like 19. I'm like, yeah. I had it when I was 23. Yeah. And then I have the other one who's 10. Right. So same, same, same ex-wife, same kid, same mother, but just a 10-year gap, which you, I kind of liked, believe it yeah, or not. Yeah, that's not bad. And you're probably a different person within oh, those hell 10 yeah. years. Yeah, well, I don't have as much patience as I maybe did the last time, but I, I, I do thank the Lord. I mean, again, for now, I spend a lot more time with them, of course. Again, right. with the but even prior to, like, I know my first child, I was touring. I was on the right. road. So she was coming out on tour every once in a while. And then my, my little one, Chloe, I actually did definitely spend a lot more time with her. I mean, again, I was home. Right. And even my old, like, wow, you spend more time with her. I said, like, yeah, because I wasn't working. You, again, you like the college you're going to? You like the house? You like the <laughs> Shut, Shut the fuck up. And get A's. That's all. Right. And you have a good relationship with your ex. Yeah, yeah. No, we're, 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 we're good Isn't now. Isn't divorce you know? really good, though? Isn't it divorce really? It's hard, it, it, but 
it's one of those things when, again, when you're not gelling together after a while and you're really trying and you're just not, you're just in a rut or you're really just content and it doesn't right. make you happy. And, right. you know, I think both of us were kind of a little, you know, it's like one of those things. And don't get me wrong. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't the Miss Goody Two-Shoes all the time, but, mm-hmm. you know, you have your ups and downs and the shit that happens. But I think for us, you know, really having conversations and really at first it was kind of that, that angry breakup at oh, first. Oh, please. I know. You know yeah, yeah. Like five years now we've been separated. So, and again, we're really... I think the one thing about it is for both of us is we made sure that, of course, our kids come priority first. That's right. Never, that is the most important thing. Yeah, we don't yeah. argue. We didn't bullshit about stuff sometimes. And we try not to, obviously, in front of them and things like right. that. But, you know, my little one, my little one really doesn't know any better of how we were except just separated. You know what I mean? Right, right, she right. Was so Same young with my little one. Same. It's okay. My older one was a little more, a little more apprehensive where it was like, you know, when I, when I had my, my girlfriend and stuff, it was like, well, you know, that's weird that she's sleeping in the same room as where mom used to, you know, in the same room, not in the same house, but the same right. room, you know, it was awkward for her. Right. So it took a minute to really kind of, okay, you know, daddy has a girlfriend or, you know, dad's going to have a girlfriend. It's going right. to happen. Mom's going to have a boyfriend, you know? Right. And it's okay. You know, and we all, you know, for me, it's like, I get along. I, I would get along with the guy. I haven't seen her date anybody yet. Right. She'd be How can she, fo- who can follow you, Joseph? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> uh, so what's next for you? I mean, has it been shitty during COVID? No. I, you know what? For me, again, just like anything, I think with a lot of artists and celebrities, in a sense, we always travel and work a lot. So for, especially for me, since I don't live in California and I, that's where a lot of my work is, yeah. to be home was great because- I know. I, do, I feel- I've, yeah, I I'm telling kid, you. I drove my kid to school in the morning, every morning now for the week. And then my, my, my ex gets her next week. So every other week I get my kid. Um, again, my other one's already in college, so I'm gonna worry about her ass. Right. So about the little one and I take her and it's, it's, I think it was great. I did a, I've been doing a show that you were on called, what does Joey know? Just some yeah. random we decided to come up with, but I'm still waiting. Uh, we did sign, I did sign two deals already. We're just waiting for next year to do, um, common knowledge, which we're shooting 65 episodes. And then we're also still doing, I'm still doing stuff with practical jokers where we still have to shoot, uh, the after party show that I host. Right. I love that. I just yeah. did their podcast. That was really fun. Oh, they're great. great yeah, guys. they're great. Um, and and uh, common knowledge, such a fucking good idea that I can't believe I didn't think of it. Right. Um, and I was just like, brilliant. It's just freaking common sense and common knowledge. Right, for- right. And you and you shot a whole shitload of those. We did already. I did, a, I think, a little bit over 200 now, I think. But we just did the last season. We shot 130 in four and a half weeks. Wow. You shoot six. Uh, again, that's where the repetition comes into play, where, right. you know, same opening lines and the same things, but you got to make them exciting and fresh. Right. As if you've never, cause you know, the audience, I know <laughs> the audience is that you have to always realize the audience. It's the first time they're hearing it, you know, never, never really hearing. There's, there's always somebody new that's never heard right. it. Or never got to make it like the first shot. Um, okay. I have just a couple more questions. Go Number one, uh, what about politics? Do you try to stay out of it? Stay out of it. I don't, I can't, I don't, I don't even know what to believe half the time anymore. Right. I don't, I asked them my elbow in politics. Right. I couldn't even tell you. And I try to stay out of it as much as I can. Cause I just, again, it's just like a, a such a vicious cycle of everything. It is so it's just, it's so. I, I don't know what the fuck's I, right. I've what? never felt like so much. I mean, people are just stressed and mean. They're mean. People are mean. I honestly don't even know really who to vote for because I don't want to vote for anybody. Okay, you're, here's two you're not voting for. Trump, you are not voting for him. No, right. N-O. Please don't. You can't. 
Okay. Anyway, um, I want to fucking kill you now. I want to come over there and fuck. All right. See? But just as I say one thing, exactly it. You but just, you, you can't. Just, but he's just horrible. He is the most horrible human being in the world. Okay. There's a, a lot of a lot of negativity that he has. I yeah. will definitely. Yeah. Thank of, you, Joseph. Thank you. I will. Say. Um, okay. So here are two things I always ask my guests. Okay. Number one, mental health. We're very into mental health. What do you do to stay mentally healthy? I beat it up like it owes me money. Really? (laughs) So the the porn. I don't have anxiety. I know you don't. I don't stress out a lot about shit. I I hate you. I'm so jealous. I don't. I, you know, it's weird. Like I said, yeah, I really don't stress out about a lot of things. Very little things do I stress out about. And if shit, and I start to realize, you know what? Life's too short. People are freaking have time crunches for no freaking reason on certain things. Slow right. the fuck down. We're not, we're not in a rush. The world's not in a rush to get a contract signed because you need it done by today because we right. need to know a second. You know, after a while, as you get older, you go, okay, you know, pump the brakes. Let's look at everything. Let's take a fucking break on shit. Let's seriously just, just sit back, look at right. stuff. And I don't, like, for instance, when the pandemic hit, people were like, oh my God, I have so much time on my hands. I'm going to clean everything. And I was right. like, I ain't doing shit. I'm like, what do you mean? I said, I'm going to organize, but I'm going to do a drawer maybe the day. That day. Right. Maybe I'll do a dresser another day. Right. Maybe I'm going to do my kitchen. I'm going to reorganize my kitchen, but I'll do one fucking cabinet on a Friday and do another one on a Monday. Right. There's no rush in that. And I guess what? We're still here. Pandemic's still happening. And my shit is all organized and clean. Okay, well, that's great for you because you're emotionally healthy. I'm a neurotic, and I, f- I still haven't fucking cleaned half the shit I want really? to clean. Yeah, I can't. I have no organization in my head. I have no executive function. If someone opened a closet and said, like, organize this, I'd fucking start crying. I hate it. I walk around, but that's the thing, too. I walk around one room, I'll start picking up. I'll go in another room, I'll start picking up shit, and I'm like, wait a minute, I didn't even finish the other one. Right, A-D-D-D-D-D-D. That will happen to me, though. That I will do. That's an A-D-D kind of move, but... I don't stress out about it, though. That's amazing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get that, man. I, I don't know. I, I, again, probably. Okay, but a I lot of it is just not, it's not voluntary. I mean, it's involuntary. Correct. You know? True. True. Your mind just goes and you can't help it. No, right. I get it. It just shut, doesn't shut the fuck up. Yep. Um, okay, here's my other question. So you my know, mental the- health is pretty good so far. Thank God. <laughs> um, what... And the podcast is called Kill Me Now because I get aggravated about everything. What pisses you off more than anything, like, makes you fucking crazy like you Just can't bullshit. Be- Just bullshit. Or another thing that really pisses me off, if I fucking, if you text me, right. if you text me with a question and I respond back and I ask you a question and you don't respond within another two hours or three hours go by, I want to fucking punch somebody in the face. I, You're wait. the person that's... But you're that's the one that asked me That drives me freaking nuts. You know nuts. what fucking pisses me off? Someone will start texting with you, and then you'll you'll answer, and then they just stop. And then it's like, you don't end it. Just you say, fucking, I end right. it. Or just, say, or just say, hey, I'm busy. Sorry. Something. Anything. Right. Like, I get, who gets the power to end the conversation? Me. Right. Fucking tell them. I want the last one. I hate not knowing oh. when to stop. It's like, because like, that's my point. I'll keep going. Right. And or if they don't I'm, answer, I'm like, oh, cool. That's funny. What else? Oh, that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, 
I know. I do the same thing. It's oh, fucking mental. That pisses me off. Yeah, yeah people, people that are that are full of shit. People that don't deliver oh. and people that don't text back. I hate. Oh well, no. This will then you'll get mad at me if I say it. Like people I, I who get mad have at you. A, I don't care. So whatever you want to say. Like people who have like a job and they don't and they're like don't do it. Like your fucking manager not giving you the Zoom information. <laughs> oh no, he called me back. He goes, uh, and the minute he called too, I looked up. I was like, dude, I was about to do a fucking video, and I go. Judy Gold, she's like, he's like, yeah. I was like, fuck. So yeah, just, but he's both. a fucking. I know it's not you because you're perfect. But I blame no him way. too. No, it's All it's right. my part too. All right. Usually, Whatever. usually I'm pretty good at remembering shit, and I remembered it, but I didn't. I no, up he is too bad. Oh yeah, um, don't worry. You can tell I'm done time. with him. I cannot. Th- this was so fun. No, I appreciate it. Are you kidding me? And where's your hot dog stand so everyone can go? See? It's in Orlando. Um, depending on where we are, if you go to uh, Fat Ones, uh, OrlandoFatOnes.com, you can see and find out exactly where we are in locations because we 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 are still working very slowly because of everything that's going on. But right, we right. Are working, but I hopefully will have. I, we used to. I used to have a hot dog place in the Florida Mall, which is obviously in a mall is a kiosk. But I want to do like a freestanding place. But I just haven't had. Again, I want to be sure that I'm there or have the time and stuff like right. that. I don't just want to slap my name and go, hey, look at me. I own weenies. No, it's not me. Do you, what kind of beef is in the hot dog? Is it beef it's or beef It's 100% from pork? Angus beef we use a lot of times. They're all beef hot dogs. All beef. Yeah, beef. baby. Yeah, all beef. We don't mustard, do. Mustard, 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 mustard. Mustard. Well, we do a whole bunch of things. We used to, I want to bring them back. We used to do ones called the Reuben and the Cuban. We used to butterfly the hot dog and press it. And we used to have like, obviously for the, for the Cuban, it was like the pickle, the mustard, right. the sauerkraut, the, the island dry, and you pressed it. And the same thing with the Cuban, where we did the, the meat was actually the hot dog. Then we had a, a one called, um, a, what was it, a, a pizza one, where it was, was mozzarella cheese, pepperoni on a hot dog, and it was pressed. Oh, my God. We, press, we, press. we had a whole bunch of fun shit. Oh, God, I want that fucking Reuben one. Definitely. Uh, where can everyone find you, Joseph? Real Joey Fatone, at Real Joey Fatone on Instagram and Twitter. It's all the same, at Real Joey Fatone, opposed to the fake one. Right. And can you please fucking follow me? Like, you act like you're so cool. Yeah. Got to fucking follow you. What is yours though? Is it Judy Gold or is it something else? It's J E W D Y G O L. Fucking why? And I love that J E. Yay! Um, you are the. I love you. I can't I wait to you. see you and hug you. Definitely, hundred well, percent. Only good things for you. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to part two of Kill Me Now with Joey Fatone. Come on, that was a good get, wasn't it? If you like the show, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. It helps more people find this incredibly amazing podcast. Five stars only, please. That's five stars only. Also, look, if you haven't purchased my book and you're a listener of my Kill Me Now podcast, there's something wrong with you. You need to purchase my book. Yes, I can say that. When they come for the comedians, we're all in trouble. Okay, it's great. The audiobook was featured in New and Noteworthy in the New York Times Book Review. But who cares? My parents are dead. So listen, please get my book. I'm really proud of it. You will love it. You will love it. I'm going to read you a... uh, Oh, here's one. From Douglas W. Oh, see, I don't even know who it is. This is an Amazon review. Five stars. Funny, insightful, and thought-provoking. A really good read about where our First Amendment rights stand at this point in history as told through the lens of comedy. Come on, people. What are you doing? So order it now. And if you go to my website, judygold.com, there's all these order links on the homepage. Or you can get it wherever books are sold. Just get it. God damn it. Also, make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram for all upcoming virtual shows, live events. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was funny, wasn't it? All dates, anything I'm doing, you can check it out at my website or on my Twitter and my Instagram, which my name is at Judy Gold. That's J-E-W-D-Y-G-O-L-D, you know, like Jew Gold. Thank you so much for listening. Stay well, wear a mask, vote, 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 just once. Just vote once, but just fucking vote. And as we always say, so long ago. And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.